The FM Evolution podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. If money is your sole focus or that, you know, that golden egg on that one project in the moment, I can assure you, you won't have 36 years in business. You'll have about 3.6 minutes. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. Well, hey, welcome back to another show. We continue our leadership series with Jim Robinson today, and I'm excited. For those who do not know Jim, Jim is an author, a coach, a speaker, uh, and also CEO of CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, Inc. Uh, Jim also has his own podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, you need to do so. There should be a link in the show notes. You guys can uh, click on that and go check out Jim's podcast. It's consistently great performance. You guys can see that anywhere you get your pods at. So check that out. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a lot of different leadership topics. Uh, and of course, Jim's a great expert on this and has some amazing advice. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326. Or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to our FM Leadership Series with Jim Robinson. Thank you for joining us to the talks. You know, all things leadership in one and the only Jim Robinson. Hey, Jim, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing outstanding. Friday morning, I'm ready to go. Gives me an opportunity to work for a couple of days before I have to deal with the slow pokes on Monday. I'm ready to go. (laughs) That's Jim Robinson for you. you No, there's no one that likes Monday more than Jim Robinson. Hate Fridays, love Mondays. Love Mondays. So Jim is the president and CEO of uh, CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, uh, Inc., and uh, is an author, a business coach, a speaker, chairman of nonprofit, and uh, top leader in industry. So for those who don't know, that's that's Jim Robinson. Uh, Jim, today I want to start off with a quote on self-leadership. You ready? Let's go. Let's do this. Your potential to lead others is a direct result of how you lead yourself. That's Craig Groeschel. You're an experienced leader who, you know, has found a lot of success in many areas and uh, not only in business, right? With uh, what top habits and, and routines have you committed yourself to have led your personal success as a leader? What's your routine? What do you, what do you go through? I listen to Craig Groeschel. 
Yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. Uh, quote, I was actually. doing. I was with him speak a couple times. He's uh, he's pretty phenomenal, highly energetic and uh, and entertaining, and he has like an entire litter of children, uh, more more kids than I think the Pope has. But it's uh, <laughs> a lot. Anyways, uh, so some of those self disciplines, I guess, is that what you're asking? Is about uh, yeah, self leadership. So- you know, the habits, what's your top habits and routines that for you that you've committed to yourself that, that you feel have led to your success? Uh, well, I've uh, remedial tasks that I have to do every single day. I just stick them on a calendar and I just execute those things. Uh, we chunk them together, you know, put smaller things together and put, you know, four, six, eight, ten things in there. So it's really a task, but there's several things getting done. So I've, I've done that for many years. Uh, other things, those habits, those things that you create, those things that just get done. Meditation, prayer in the morning is extremely critical for my success, as is a long walk. It clears my mind. It gives me a chance to read Audible. Those are all very structured events for me. Those things are what I say is self-leadership. It's really being in tune. Self-awareness is the other component to that. Self-awareness is you only get exposed and being able to come, come up with self-awareness by exposure to new things. Uh, and I regularly talk about you got to go have a new experience, whether it's an expensive restaurant you wouldn't normally go to, um, a resort, something that you wouldn't normally experience. You have to go to these things because they open you. Uh, and when you get more open, you learn what you don't know. And so then that gives you a brand new discipline to actually go and learn those things if they're relevant in your space or your lane. Very important. I love that. And we're always talking about, um, you're always saying, you know, you can't lead others. Until you really can lead yourself. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent spot on. I, I watch guys that uh, give you know some kind of a coaching advice. Um, I experienced this just this week actually with uh, somebody, but they were given just inaccurate information. And until you've walked that walk, you do not have the qualifications to try to lead somebody else. It's disruptive. It's in in most cases it's very damning because it's it's misinformation. So lead yourself, learn about whatever it is you're going to talk about at great depth. And if that's your lane, get in that lane, go as deep as you can, learn everything you can and coach and do whatever you got to do. Gifts are only given so they can be shared. Otherwise, you'll never have them. Can I add a follow-up question? That is like, how do you know when you're ready to lead, right? And you're saying you got to lead yourself and you want to give advice and help others. How do you know when you're ready to do that? Um, you'll see that by people following you. You know, John Maxwell says uh, leadership is really about uh, influence and that power of influence. Uh, when people start to follow you in your lane, the stuff that you know a lot about, people start following you in that lane. That's your area of expertise. Stay there. Go all in. Um, I think Tony Robbins one time said, when you find that spot, mortgage the house, the farm, everything, go all in 100% because the success is right on the other side of the pain. So it's, it's really important that you, one, you, you're observing. And if you're truly leading somebody, I always say this, I, I don't argue topics I don't know because I don't want to lose. So <laughs> it's, I don't go into these debates of things that I lack knowledge in. I'll simply ask more questions and find out what they know so I can learn. But if it's a topic, I'm a, if it's in my lane... I'll debate it all day long, and I'll provide feedback on it. And that's why I became a coach many years ago, is because I did, I did have uh, all these certifications and different things that I could 
expand on. And self-awareness is the first key. And then people will follow you. Then you go all in. I love that. So one of the things that uh, came up earlier is the Harvard uh, Business Review. You guys, you're familiar with Harvard Business Review. Oh, yeah. They recently wrote a piece it said, on managing through crunch time. And in it, they cover three principles. So I kind of want to go over those. The first is being approachable and open to the people that you lead, right? So as a leader, for you, how do you strike the balance between being available to people that you lead um, while making sure that you're not spreading yourself too thin? Um, and also, are you still able to execute on a high levels goals that you have while doing all of those things? Um, well, uh, one thing that kind of catches my ear real quickly was the, during crunch time. The, the, the crunch time is a, a moot point. Uh, the critical thing is, is that you have an open door policy and that you are available on a regular basis. However, I am extremely structured in my calendar. Uh, so if I have a 15-minute meeting or a 30-minute hour, whatever that is, occasionally it'll run long, but I usually have targeted the meeting to be such. And that is an open opportunity for everybody to connect. So gotcha. if I have an hour on there and I go 45 minutes plus 15, that 15 is usually I just get very playful. I usually ask more questions. I start digging deeper. And as I do that, people open. So that really is an open door policy. It's an opportunity for them to feel grounded, an opportunity for them to feel connected. Uh, so that's what I do, really. And I don't wait till crunch time. Crunch time, how mm -hmm. I deal or manage through crunch or lead through that time is I add simplicity to a complex situation. So I don't make light of it. I just say, you got this. It's not that complicated. Let's go. Who else do we need? What, uh, you know, do you need some tools? What are those tools that may be needed? Uh, other people, uh, other businesses, other partners. Uh, I just ask more questions on that. And I don't go to the panic mode. I, I, I drop that down and I just say, this is easy. The old phrase, piece of cake, I didn't create that, but that's exactly kind of the mentality of what I address because people, you know, certainty is the thing you got to add in uncertain times. And crunch time is a really highly uncertain time. And you got to just say, this is easy. We got this, guys. Let's go yeah. to work. Let's go, team. How do you as a leader really work to make your team feel like you're truly listening to them and that their voice matters? Um, well, for my team, their voice matters because I expect them. It's a, it's an accountability thing. They have to come in with ideas and suggestions. It's not, do you think about, will you, it's a, it's a virtually a mandatory thing that they come in with ideas and I involve team to do that. I don't do that as a dictator. I do it as an inclusive, uh, leader. So I bring people in, I say, what's your ideas? What are your responsibilities? I have different committees that have to take their department and execute goals and drive a different result. That's how I do it. Love that. Okay, so the second principle uh, that was in this article is knowing your process and operations. So as a leader, how are you able to maintain the knowledge over process and operations essential to your business uh, and to your mission success? Uh, understanding the process, it's really a set of basic analytics that I get on Mondays. It is all kinds of spreadsheets. There's all kinds of data involved in that. And we've developed and advanced and continually critique those processes 
so we have a better understanding and I can manage that, you know, from afar, at least not manage it, but have a very clear understanding as to what's happening. Um, so those spreadsheets that I get from uh, finance each Monday or Tuesday now, actually, Tuesday afternoons, I spend about three hours just on a deep dive focusing on the financials, the reporting, the process of the reporting. And then if it's not serving a purpose, we continually modify that reporting until we get to one, the team has to think differently. And that's why we do that. We continually reinvent the process. If, in fact, there's a weakness or a failure, we continually reinvent the process because it provokes radical thought. And in some cases, we have to frustrate the individual before they will have a new radical thought. And so there's a process in that. Until just think about when you get irritated sometimes, it's when you're learning the most. It's when you're smiling, eating a piece of cake, you're not learning anything. So sometimes you have to create a bit of a frustration in the individual. And we do that. We do that masterfully. And we can uh, create a different report, create different set of analytics. And really, that's how I keep an eye on the process. Uh, one, you got to reassure the process. You got to reassure the people that, hey, we got this. And in the backside, we're always working on a brand new process because what worked today isn't going to get us where we need to be tomorrow. It's a survival skill. After we develop it, it's now a new survival skill, and it's only going to help us survive today. So we have to continually think through a new process, simplify it, and keep going. Awesome. A lot of cake in there. I think we need need to get some cake later. (laughs) You need to get off the cake, man. (laughs) <laughs> for sure. Get you, get you a vegetable smoothie. That's it. <laughs> All right. So the third and final principle uh, is balancing risk to both the mission and the people, right? So this refers to the ability to make big crunch time projects get done well and in a timely manner while keeping in mind, you know, what we're talking about on a regular basis on the show, not sacrificing your golden goose for the sake of immediate golden eggs, so short-term gains, right? What the question is, is as a leader, what are the ways that you weigh out those two very critical parts of your business, right? So we're talking about um, getting projects done in a timely manner, but also keeping in mind that that uh, you, have to, you don't want to sacrifice a golden goose for the sake of immediate gains. So you don't want to burn someone out for short-term gains and that type of thing. So, But how do you balance the two out? How do you balance out um, extreme going all in, but not uh, overdoing what you're doing and, and, and losing out on, in, in, you know, on the long term? Um, well, we've been in business a very long time. Uh, we've been able to balance those different things. August was my 36th year in facility service business. And being able to not have the short-term concern because most people are fear of money. And that's one of the things when I move somebody into a manage, management or supervisory role is I start instilling that, that the, the money, the net gain on the individual project is not our concern. Our ability to serve that customer at the best way we possibly can is our top concern, 100% of the time. And if we get that right, we may not make money on the job that we're doing today or tomorrow or the next day. We'll make money accumulatively at the end of the year. When you look at your set of financials, you'll see that you're making money. If money is your sole focus or that, you know, that golden egg on that one project in the moment, 
I can assure you, you won't have 36 years in business. You'll have about 3.6 minutes. And <laughs> it's, it's radically different thought process than a lot of businesses. That's probably why the statistics of starting your own business, you know, are very grim. You know, 98% are gone within three years, whatever those statistics are. But that's probably why. It's that they focus so short term. You got to be thinking longer. You got to be thinking past today. And you may not make money on every project, but accumulatively, you'll make money. But if it's not your sole focus, if you put a target together for it, you're going to do just fine. There will be zero chances you'll fail at this. You'll fail radically and very quickly if it's all about the individual project. Love that. That's a great answer. So what he didn't tell you is until now that these principles are the same of the most important and revered leaders uh, you'll find anywhere. It's the guys and gals in the military. And uh, this particular study was done with the senior U.S. Army officers and their teams, right? So in today's day and age, uh, I, you know, it's easy to, to really lose perspective on what goes on outside of our, uh, of our day-to-day events. So for you as a leader, how do you make time to help out in your community and seek out ways to indirectly lead others that don't interact with you on a regular basis? How do you influence the people around you, Jim? Well, influencing the people around you, one, it takes uh, leadership skills where, one, it's knowledge-based. You really got to have something. I always use the phrase, you know, from kindergarten, show and tell. Uh, And I talk about this all the time. And I talk about it in sales. I talk about it in delivery. I talk about it in management. But show and tell, when we were kindergartners, we went to school and, you know, Miss whatever, Miss Boyajan was my first grade teacher, and she taught me how to do show and tell. And it's you show, you show the widget. Here's my widget. You show that, and then you tell the story. And as you do that versus try to tell a story, and then hopefully you gain, gain the widget later in life, that's, that's just not an accurate process. So you got to show them what you can do, then explain what you can do. Uh, very important that you have that process. Uh, that's that's really engages people. If you want to inspire people and show that you really are walking the walk, talking the talk, so to speak, you've got to serve the community. You will not have any self-gain. It will be a very limited. It'll have a short life, and you may have a high peak, but you will drown at some point if you don't truly have a philanthropic give-back nature. Uh, it, it has to be at your core, it has to be authentic, but you have to give back. And as people start to give back in the community and, and all kinds of things, you'll see people will gravitate to those individuals very quickly. And they start to follow because they, they know they got, they, they're onto something. And it's really, you know, it's a biblical practice, by the way. It's we walk this earth to serve other people, not ourselves. We need to get smarter, take care of our health get our education right so we can actually maximize how we serve. For me, I currently am the chairman of a board for ECTLC. It stands for East County Transitional Living Center. It's in Southern California. Uh, this month, October actually, was my fourth year as chair. So it's, uh, and we are doing lots of things. We're helping the homeless get off the street, get them clean, sober, uh, give them a home, give them shelter, some food, give them a life life skills uh, through the process and through the program. Uh, I have the pleasure of working with eight to 12 other local leaders in the community. They're on the board. 
uh, great finance people, great analytic skills, but you have to give back. You have, we all have gifts. We have talents. We have things that we can share. It doesn't always have to be money. You have to give back in some, some gifted way. And whatever that true gift is, give it back. That'll impact people. It'll impact your team. It certainly impacts the people that are the recipients of whatever those gifts are. You have to do that. You have to give back or you will not receive. It will be very limited. And you'll see people that do this, they drown very quickly if they're just focused on self-success and not helping others. Great advice. I love it. Thank you. And I don't know, somehow we we ran out of time again. <laughs> ran out like, of time. We're done. Like, we're at the we're at the end of the show already. My gosh, thank you so much for joining us on our leadership series, Jim, as always, uh, and giving such great information and advice. You know, I, I'd love to hear your closing thoughts on it. What what was your biggest takeaway from today's show for leadership? What would your advice be? Hey, get out and lead. You know, Dave Ramsey, this last year, he came out with this little catchphrase, just lead. And that just, it's, so, it's super easy to do. You just got to get out there and use your gift because whatever your gift is will inspire people. It'll influence them. And you'll see that you can lead. And we've been fortunate in the team that we've been able to put together over the years. Some of them are very tenured with us, very proud of that. And they have, from going from entry level to leadership level, some of them in a very short period of time, some of them a little bit longer period of time, but everybody has the ability to lead if they are willing to learn and expand their gift. That's really, really important that people learn that. So inspire people, share your gift, serve others, and you'll see a lot of success around you. Love it. That is why we do these leadership series, man. That's great advice. Thank you for sharing. I'm so excited to have you back on. We're going to have you back on, of course. Got to do this again. Well, we got to keep sharing this information with people. For uh, those who are listening on your favorite podcast platform, hey, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Leave a question for uh, Jim and our leadership team, uh, and we'd be happy to answer that. Uh, and all those guys who are watching on YouTube, do not forget to subscribe and hit the little bell there for notifications. You know when you're going to get new videos from FM Evolution. And uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Jim, for another great episode, sir. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.